Hello everybody, this is Jason from The Bricked Pit. I'm a fan of the western genre of films. They haven't been particularly popular for quite some time, so I'm aware that people are not all that familiar with it. That's why today I'm going to list five entry-level western films for the uninitiated. You won't need to be familiar with the tropes of the genre. These are very straightforward films that anyone can turn on and watch without worrying about being lost or confused. JustWatch.com will let you know where, if available, these movies are streaming. Number 5. The Magnificent Seven, 1960 This is a straightforward tale of a small Mexican village being constantly hassled and raided by a group of bandits who eventually decide to hire some gun hands to fight off their oppressors. A group of seven men with various motivations for choosing the low-paying task are led by Yule Brenner, who is the big Hollywood star at this time. He's joined by several men who would become big screen stars themselves very shortly after, such as James Coburn, Charles Bronson, and Steve McQueen. This is an adaptation of Kira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai, and it won't be the last time one of his samurai films gets adapted as a western. Right on. I'm going into the hills for the winter. Where am I going to get the food for my men? Buy it or grow it. Or maybe even work for it. Seven. Somehow I don't think you've solved my problem. Solving your problems isn't our line. We deal in lead, friend. Number four. And I'm going to cheat a little bit here, and I'm going to give you two movies that go together. Because they're good alone, but they're even better together. And that's Young Guns from 1998, and its sequel in 1990, Young Guns 2. These are the Gen X or MTV generation westerns. These films are based upon the life of the legendary Wild West outlaw Billy the Kid and the events of the Lincoln County Wars in New Mexico and its fallout and the eventual death of the kid. For a vibrant movie adaptation, it has a lot of historical truth to it. I wouldn't base a school paper on either film, but both, especially the second, do use a lot of historical events and documented quotes. Many of the events didn't happen exactly as they occurred in the films, but many of them did happen. The cast is filled with young stars coming into their big screen popularity, like Emilio Estevez from The Breakfast Club, Kiefer Sutherland of The Lost Boys, and Lou Diamond Phillips from La Bamba. Joining them in the first film is Emilio's younger brother Charlie Sheen and Dermot Mulroney. The sequel has Alan Ruck from Ferris Bueller, and Heather's Christian Slater riding along. Also, Pat Garrett is played by pre-CSI William Peterson. We gotta show these guys that finally met their match. What? Hey, Pepin! I'm hearing you, Bonnie. I see you got Charlie Crawford down there with you. Yeah, we got a whole lot of... Oh, my God! Damn! Hey, Pepin! Charlie Crawford ain't with you anymore! <laughs> Number 3, Silverado, 1985. Written and directed by Empire Strikes Back and Raiders of the Lost Ark scribe Lawrence Kasdan, this movie is a fun and dramatic ride. This film stars an ensemble cast of Scott Glenn, Kevin Klein, Danny Glover, and Kevin Costner in an unusually energetic performance. They are backed up by a cast including Rosanna Arquette, Brian Dennehy, Jeff Goldblum, Linda Hunt, Jeff Fahey, and in a small role, John Cleese. 
This film knows when to be funny and when to be serious with great dialogue and action scenes. It's one of my favorite films. I highly recommend it. Now, I don't want to kill you and you don't want to be dead. You can't be that good, Tyree. You want to find out? Number two, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, 1962. This is on a lot of lists of all-time great westerns for a reason. Legendary western director John Ford teams up yet again with John Wayne. This time he throws in Jimmy Stewart as a greenhorn lawyer with an idealistic view of the law and bringing civility to the Wild West. This puts him in immediate conflict with hired gun Liberty Valance, played by Lee Marvin, and his cronies, played by Lee Van Cleef and Struther Martin. That violent tension is only matched by the one generated by the love triangle between Stuart's Ransom Stoddard, Wayne's Tom Donovan, and Tom's sweetheart Haley, played by Vera Miles. Well, you know the rest of it. I went to Washington. We won statehood. I became the first governor. Three terms as governor. Two terms in the Senate. Ambassador to the court of St. James. Back again to the Senate. And a man who, with a snap of his fingers, could be the next vice president of the United States. Well, you're not going to use the story, Mr. Scott? No, sir. This is the West, sir. When the legend becomes fact, print the legend. He's right, Rams. And finally, number one, Tombstone, 1993. Like the Young Guns movies, this film uses actual historically documented events for its story. Unlike Kevin Costner's competing Wyatt Earp, Tombstone focuses in on the time and events directly influenced by Wyatt Earp and his family's time in the Arizona boomtown. Plus, as Josh said, it's got that cool factor. This is a packed cast with Kurt Russell as Wyatt and Sam Elliott and Bill Paxton as his brothers, Virgil and Morgan. Val Kilmer gives a movie-stealing performance as Doc Holliday, but don't let that make you miss what I consider an underappreciated showing by Michael Bean as Johnny Ringo. This movie also has great actors supporting them, giving great performances, like Michael Rooker, Powers Booth, Thomas Hayden Church, Stephen Lang, Dana Delaney, Billy Bob Thornton, and Jason Priestley, just to name a few. I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. Why, Johnny Ringo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave. But it's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. <clears throat> Play for blood, remember? I was just fooling about. I wasn't. I hope that I've given some of you something to consider when it comes time to choose what to stream next. Don't forget to look for our podcast, The Brick Pit, wherever you download your podcast. 
or find us at anchor.fm slash brickpit. Drop us a line at our Facebook or Twitter pages. Just look for the Brick Pit Podcast or email us at brickpit at gmail.com. Thank you and happy viewing.